You are an idea, and if you're anxious, that's just an idea too. Learn how you can change your ideas today on the show. Welcome to Worry Free Wednesday. I don't know if this is going to be hard for you to get your head around, but who you are, or at least who you think you are, is an idea that's evolved over time through your evolving perceptions of the life you've been living and who you think you are. Maybe you're defined by people telling you what you're like, or what you do like, what you are and how you act. Now these are things that someone can't define about us without observing them in our behaviour and simply mirroring or reporting them back. If someone starts to tell you that you are a particular kind of person and you buy into it, you might start acting like that person and be completely unaware that you've fallen for a small suggestion that's changed how you think about yourself. Well, if that's happened to you, let me fix that right now. You are whoever you want to be. However you want to define yourself as being is what you can be. I used to believe very strongly that I was an aerospace engineer. But these days I think of myself as a high-performance mind coach and a registered psychotherapist. It wasn't easy to change the delusion I had of being an engineer. It seemed that that was my identity. But it was an identity I formed thanks to a few decisions I made early on in life that turned out to be false assumptions. I've been working out the details of my story for a presentation I've been putting together for the last couple of weeks for a conference I was asked to speak at. My plan at the moment is to let you know how you can also take advantage of my talk when it's published. Then you can start to hear about some of the other delusions that I grew up with. And you'll also be able to hear how I changed the way I thought and form a different mindset. Now in my work I do use words like manipulate and delusion and those can kind of ruffle a few feathers when someone thinks that delusion is a bad word. As I've always said, there's always at least two sides to everything in a three-dimensional universe, and so there is a useful delusion that you can have. People walking into job interviews thinking, I'm going to get this job, are a bit deluded. Now that delusion might be useful and it might make them appear so confident in the interview that they end up acing the interview and getting the job. So delusions can be good things, folks. But if you believe you're damaged, broken, can't be helped, forced to suffer something unpleasant for the rest of your life, then that kind of delusion could be updated and resolved. Whether it's good or bad or more likely both, no one on planet Earth has access to absolute reality. It's just unheard of. We're all interpreting and perceiving our world around us, which means we can all have different interpretations. I used to think Brussels sprouts were a terrible thing that school teachers and dinner ladies forced you to eat so they could watch you suffer, but now I realise that Brussels sprouts are a really interesting thing that you can have as a side order of a meal, especially if it's got bits of bacon in there and it's cooked well. Brussels sprouts did not change, that's for certain. The only thing that changed was the way that I thought about Brussels sprouts. Maybe that happened because I prepared them differently or experienced them in a different way in a restaurant. It's not really important. The important thing is to understand that if they can be served badly, they can be served well. If you cannot enjoy them, you can also enjoy them. It's just a challenge for you sometimes to find out the way that you can make something palatable and enjoyable for you. Then you can be as passionate about it as I am about Brussels sprouts these days. Your whole life is full of blind spots and old lessons that you haven't updated. 
I used to have wonderful memories of Farley's rusks and then one day I decided to go and buy some and try them again as an adult and they're not quite as satisfying as an adult as they might have been for a baby. Probably the same for all baby foods, but I do remember really liking them. And when I had the palate of a baby, I really did. Now those same rusks are either a weird, dry, boring biscuit, or possibly a special antidote to aging that gives me superpowers and I can love their flavor. Oh, hold on a second, they don't do that, do they? Your world really is what you make of it, and you are what you make of you. And there's certainly way more to life that you're never going to know about than the things that you are going to know about. There's just so much data, so much stimuli around us that we can't possibly be exposed to all of it. So our consciousness only allows a very small band of information to appear in our awareness. Most of it is outside of your awareness. And maybe you have the delusion of assuming that none of that exists. And if that means that you don't worry about all the atoms and protons and things you can't see, then that's wonderful. That would be a useful delusion. But if the idea that formed in your mind was some unpleasant idea based on the information I offered to you that you're now going to be bothered by, then that would be a very harmful delusion. And you should probably invest some time pretending that the world is a different way. So you see, you can overcome your delusions if you work to create counter delusions that oppose them. Because unfortunately, you can't have access to raw, factual data. Everything is interpreted by your brain as it passes through your nervous system. So the taste of Brussels sprouts can be changed using your brain and the way that you perceive them. Because everything you experience is your perception of that experience, not the raw, unbiased experience. And so to change your biased perceptions of the experiences that you think you've had, you need to find other ways of perceiving the same things, like my Brussels sprouts. On today's meditation, I'm gonna invite you to enter a beginner's mind to perceive things from a fresh start. It's really the fundamentals of all mindfulness. And although this hasn't been a lesson about mindfulness today, you can still experience some mindfulness in the meditation and allow yourself to make your own understandings become apparent to you based on what you think I'm trying to help you with. So unless you're building a house of cards, driving or helping hamsters give birth at the moment, I want you to be able to close your eyes with your feet flat on the floor, take a seat and just relax for a moment while you open your mind to ponder some delusions that you might have and what you might do with them. But if it's not safe and appropriate for you to do it, then I want you to come back and do this later. Sitting with your feet firmly on the floor, your back against a chair, I want you to take a deep breath and close your eyes and breathe out slowly, 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 all the way fully out. Focus on feeling good about relaxing as you breathe again and continue to see how slowly you can breathe out and how much more you can relax with each breath, feel your body resting fully in the chair and let yourself go deeply within you to a place where you can ponder 
maybe you can imagine continuing to relax as you breathe softly and being in a place where you can ponder. Now, black or white walls to this room of ponderance of yours? Or are you deep inside your mind like taking shelter in a cave? What's it like in a place where you simply ponder and wonder what if? Is there emptiness, expansiveness or edges to this pondering place of yours? So take a moment to deliberately breathe your way more and more relaxed using your body again to relax and then go back to that place of pondering and wonder what's different being there now in this place of pondering. Now I don't know if your thoughts look like clouds or stars or fish in the sea or something else you understand your thoughts to be in this place of pondering. Imagine nothingness and clarity, just simple absence of anything. And imagine simply staying in that soft state as I say, what image does your unconscious pop into your mind to look at now? And as you let go of thoughts and remain in that place of pondering at some level, you must know the ideas are in some way associated with what we're doing now. And if you're doing this now, to wonder what ideas or delusions you've held unfairly or unjustly or unnecessarily in your mind amidst the emptiness and nothingness of that clearness and clarity. What ideas and images does your mind pop into your awareness and what ideas or thoughts in silence momentarily do you have now? And what's it like to just be okay pondering? And I wonder what ideas will come to your attention next time when you do this out of curiosity or necessity. What things will you wonder and ponder about after we're done here in a moment? When I ask you to breathe your way back to waking awareness, what will you bring back with you this time to think about and question? What delusions have you had that really could change and may already have begun changing now. Isn't that possible as you ponder? And begin to bring yourself back to waking awareness with that realization what you will be pondering now as you start to breathe yourself all the way back and open your eyes to this moment. Wondering what will happen in the moments you've yet to experience. Anyway, it's nice to shake and stretch and feel good and have a fantastic day. And I'll see you next week when I'll help you stay motivated. Review the show or leave a comment so I can help you better by understanding you better. But above all, stay confident.